Hi, New Eye family. I am Ben Parrish, uh, or more famously known as Kim Parrish's husband, um, and I'm also a volunteer in the Junior High Boys Ministry. I am excited today because I get to bring you today's devotion as we continue looking at the last days of Jesus' life. Today, we will be looking at Jesus as he and the disciples enter in the Garden of Gethsemane, where they go into a, a time of prayer, or at least Jesus goes into a time of prayer, um, before he is about to go through trial and eventually um, crucifixion on the cross. I can't even imagine the level of stress and anxiety I would feel if I knew exactly what kind of uh, pain and ridicule I would be going through soon um, and, and just what kind of just worry and concern I would be having, especially uh, when you consider that pain and ridicule that Jesus would be going through. So try to put yourself in his shoes. As we read in Matthew 26, 36 through 46, this time in the garden. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and watch with me. And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as thy wilt. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, So you men could not keep watch with me for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, saying, My father... If this cannot pass away unless I drink it, thy will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them again and went away and prayed a third time, saying the same thing one more time. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. Behold, the one who betrays me is at hand. As you look at the gospel accounts, and particularly in Luke, it describes Jesus as fervently praying, and that because of that, his sweat was like blood. You can just imagine the level uh, of stress that could be on him. But also Luke mentions that God sent an angel to strengthen Jesus so that to help him be able to carry out God's will. You'll notice in the differing gospel accounts that every time Jesus prays, he finishes with a, a similar uh, version of, of the end, that not my will, but yours be done. In the midst of the hardest thing he will do in his life, which is drink this cup, and we'll talk about that cup here in a minute, he shows us a real life example of a prayer that exemplifies the Lord's prayer. Remember, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He shows us exactly what it's like to ask for God's will to come and to be in our lives whenever we're going through extreme hard situations. So let's take a little bit of a step back and ask ourselves, what is this cup he's about to, to drink? Well, that cup is God's wrath. God's wrath for my sin, for your sins, and for the sins of the world. So imagine if you're a parent and you take one of your children and you take all your anger and frustration and everything else from your entire lifetime and pour it out on him on one time. That's what God's about to do to Jesus. So take that, his wrath for all our sins and pour it out on him at that moment on the cross. 
and the amount of anxiety and worry that you might have at that time. But Jesus, even though he is flesh, he is also spirit and God at the same time. And he understands that his flesh needs help, which is why God sent the angel to help him to walk through this time. But he was ready to carry out God's will because he knew that he had to do this in order to provide a path of salvation for you and me, for for people to be able to be reconciled with God. And so at the end of the passage, you see that Jesus is ready. He has, he has fervently prayed for God's will, and that's a hard thing to do. But you notice he did it three times in the scriptures. But he's ready to do it, and he says the time has come. So my prayer for each one of you today is that in times of stress and anxiety, that you would not seek out the cup to pass from you, but that you would pour your heart to God, pour your heart out to God, your worries, your concerns, and then at the end, ask for his will to be done. I know in these times um, with COVID-19, like we don't know what's about to come, but sometimes in life we do know what's about to come. Maybe we have a diagnosis of cancer or something like that where we know our time is limited. But with with COVID-19, we don't know if we're going to get sick, if our loved ones are, if we do, how bad it'll be. But it doesn't matter whether we know what's coming or whether we don't know what's coming. The prayer should be for God's will to come that time. So I just pray that each one of you, as as you go throughout your day, would take your time to to seek God's will in, in whatever circumstances you're in. So let's pray. Father, we just come before you today, Lord. It's hard to put away and set aside our desires, Lord, and ask for your will. But that's exactly what you call us to do in the Lord's Prayer. So we pray that for each one of us today, Lord, that we would continually seek out your will and your guidance for our lives and how to walk these situations, whether it's dealing with COVID-19 or issues in our family or circumstances around us with jobs and everything else, Lord. I thank you so much that you love us enough to send us helpers to strengthen us as we go through those times. I pray that you would continue to walk alongside us and we would continue to seek you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.